new on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking the ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Show, the place where WEEI.com's Rob Bradford talks all things that interest him. Some of which you might just want to listen to. So sit back and soak in another episode of the soon-to-be award-winning show a whole bunch of people are talking about. Bradford Show. Here's Rob Bradford. Welcome to another edition of the Bradford Show, sponsored as always by Gould's Distinctive Clothing and Hub. New England Insurance, HubNE.com, two of the finest institutions you will find anywhere. Speaking of finery, we are at the All-Star Game. We're just wrapping things up here from Minnesota, where John Lester, Koji O'Hara, the two Red Sox representatives, we storm on into the second half, and obviously huge, huge point of conversation will be trades, trade rumors, non-waiver trade deadline. You can hear more on the non-waiver trade deadline show on Thursday nights from 10 to 12 with Alex Spear and myself. But until the show rolls around, what I want to do is talk to two guys who are at the All-Star Game who have unique experiences with trade rumors. Miami's Giancarlo Stanton, who's in almost every trade rumor and who really every Red Sox fan hopes in every trade rumor going forward. And Red Sox pitcher John Lester, who is going through all kinds of trade rumors right now and really just going through contract talks and, and everything that comes with transactions in baseball. It's a unique time for Lester. We've talked to both Stanton and Lester prior to the All-Star game. So the Trade Rumor Spectacular podcast. We're going to kick it off with Giancarlo Stanton. Who's Giancarlo Stanton. Thanks for joining me. And um, obviously, yeah, we talked yesterday about people in Boston wanting you to come to Boston, and you get that from a lot of different cities. I'm curious, 
as a young player, when was the first time that you remember ever hearing yourself in a trade rumor? Uh, I would actually say when I was in the minors still for Manny Ramirez for Boston. <laughs> um, I thought that was, I, I actually didn't understand the business side of it as much or pretty much at all at that point. So I was like, wait a minute, me for Manny Ramirez, this makes no sense. Whoever, you know, it can't be even close to true. But uh, as I grew up and got older, I understood uh, how it works a little better and understood that that was a possibility. So do you remember that moment? I mean, it was a while ago, but do you remember the moment who might have told you how you found out? Was it because it wasn't like it is now. It wasn't Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I think it was the Internet. That was, shoot, probably the first year or two of, of Twitter and all, and all the the madness that goes into that. Yeah, 2008, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it was right when that started. Um, so that's how I found out. Was it? Was it? You said you didn't know what to expect. You didn't understand the business side of it. Was it disheartening? Because obviously you go to a team and you think, oh, you know, this is my team. No, not at all. It's actually pretty flattering to, uh, um, you know, be compared to that caliber at that time. So, um, and uh, it's a it's a huge risk when you do that for a for a minor league guy that never touched a, uh, touched foot in the big leagues. You know. Did you start, is it one of these things where you actually start looking at Boston? Like, I don't even know if you've ever even been to Boston. Did you start looking at, oh, well, well if this happens, I'm going to have to know where to go, what to know? Well, not then because I was still pretty far away from the big leagues. I think I was uh, a year and a half away. So you were looking at, like, Pawtucket, Portland. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I Right, so, but you didn't. But you would. I mean, you didn't start researching anything, or did, what do you do? Do you call your agent? Do you call the front office? Or what do you, what, do you ask the manager at time? Um, it's usually something me and my agent talk about. That's the easiest uh, route to know legitimacy or not. So, um, it's pretty simple. You talk to him on what what matters, and then get back to what I'm supposed to do. Was that since then you've been involved in other trade rumors? But did you, do you feel kind of like that was the closest that it became a reality? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know how close that was, to be honest. So it's hard to tell what any of these close. Yeah. I mean, do you get do you get sick of this? Do you get sick of this sort of line of questioning? Uh, yeah. For the most part, I mean, because rumors are rumors. But then again, the root of all. Uh, truths or could be some rumors, so you never know, man. Have you ever played at Fenway Park? I have one time. When was that? I want to say 2012. For what was it for? Uh, we're playing the okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> and, and what was your impressions? Because you know, when when you're going, when you're you're not used to it, you see it on TV, and then you walk in there for the first time. A lot of people say, "Oh, well, I didn't know the wall was that close." What was your impressions? Uh, kind of like a fantasy, fantasy field, you know, like one of those game, those fields you design in a, in a video game and kind of just play. And so it, 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 it's different seeing something for so many years on TV and then walking into it, you know. So uh, that that was the awe that I was in. Did the wall seem closer? Uh, yeah, it did. It did. It, it um. Yeah, for sure. Are you a video game player? 
No, I'm not. I was going to say you, you could pick Fenway Park. That's what I do because yeah, it's yeah. easiest to hit. Well, all right. So last last time I will ever ask you this question until you arrive in Boston, and you're going to answer it the exact same way you did yesterday. So what do you think about playing in Boston potentially in the future? That is out of my control, so you never know. You understand I had to ask that. I understand. Thank you for joining me. All right, second appearance on the Bradfoe Show. Congratulations, John Lester. Um, you were just saying how excited you are to do execute this. <laughs> do I get another free free shirt or gift card on this one? No, just a T-shirt. It's European cut, so you better start working out. Uh, so uh, this, you're going through. We're standing in the American League All Star locker room. You've gone through this before. As you said yesterday, every experience is different. Um, so far to this point, while we were talking, you haven't played in the game, but to this point, how has this one been different for you? Uh, I think this. I think more so just off the field for me. Thank you, sir. Um, you know, I think the off the field stuff has been different, more different for me this year, just because of my kids. You know, I got, I got my two kids here, so it's just like, you know, you got to worry about them. You got to get naps. You got to, you know, you got to make sure you get here early enough so you can take care of all this stuff and you know still enjoy it and you know have the families and you know it's just a little more chaotic than in years past for me so um but as far as all this stuff it's been it's been great it's been uh been a lot of fun to be in this clubhouse with all these guys and and uh you know get to hang out last night home run derby brought down my son so that was that was cool and let you know let him be a part of it and um so yeah it's it's been a good experience you know, I I, uh, I falsely um, said that you were going to be in for a, a, an hour of questions from media all over the world and all over the country saying, where are you going to play? What do you like to play here? What do you like to play there? Were you shocked, like I think a few of us were, that more people didn't come over in that media session? Like you've been through that media session before, but not as a free agent. Were you surprised at how that shook out at all? Oh, a little bit. I mean, usually, like you said, there's a, there's a few people that come over from different teams and um, just make general small talk and ask about one of their guys or or whatever. But um, you know, it's just you guys this year, um, so which makes it easy too. I mean, it's usually kind of all the you know obviously the, the familiarity with it, and, and um, you know they're probably going to ask y'all are probably going to ask all the same questions and do all that. So um, no, I mean it was good. I'm, I'm glad there was no surprises and. And, um, you know, I think that those, those types of questions would have probably, um, you know, put me a little off guard and, and a little hesitant to answer. I mean, it's still, those are such, you know, like a few questions yesterday about future. It was such hard questions to answer because you can't, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, um, you know, you just, you got to take it, you know, and play, play today and see what happens tomorrow. What's the trick? What was the trickiest question for you? Because you know, I've talked to you about this before. You've gone through this whole contract year and handled it very, very well, and and answer it as honestly as you can, and upfront as you can. But you get in that dynamic where you're sitting there for I guess it was 33 minutes yesterday, and there was a time where I think there was a bunch of them in a the row. And was there one that was tricky at all for you? No, I don't think tricky. I think it's just. You know, you end up answering kind of the same question over and over and over again that, you know, your answer could change a little bit and people could perceive that as you said something else. You know, I think that's the hardest part is just you have to be, whether a guy words it this way or words it another way, you have to be consistent with your answer and, and make sure that you stay, you know, you stay on that course. Because like I said, if you, you veer off that course and just say one wrong word that you meant to say, 
meaning another thing, you know, that's when you got controversy and you got blow up and we got even more questions. So um, I think that's the hardest part is just making sure you're consistent. And, um, you know, I feel like that, that I feel like that's why this year has gone um, as well as it possibly could to this point, just because, you know, we haven't had the, well, you said this, uh, what, what did you mean by this? And they're saying, you know, so it's been, it's been being that consistent answer and making sure that, that uh, you know, you don't have any flare-ups or you don't have anything that, that comes, comes from it. Well, you know, one of the, a couple of things jumped out, not really jumped out because they weren't surprising, but that were interesting to me. One was you, you very openly said, listen, there's been things that came up this year, and I've talked to Ben, and we, we, we've cleared the air on it, for lack of a better term. Can you just talk about that, about that the importance of whatever communication you have had with, whether it's Ben or whether it's with ownership, not necessarily about dollars and cents, but about the handling of this whole situation? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, anytime you're in this, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we did it yesterday, we're doing it again, you know. Um, you know, I think anytime you're in this situation, there's going to be times where, you know, you, he may feel like what I'm telling him isn't the truth, or I may feel like whatever he's telling me or my representation isn't the truth, or whatever, and or things get lost in the translation of, hey Seth, tell Ben this when you talk to him, or hey, hey Seth, tell John this when you talk to him. You know, like that might get lost and get perceived a different way, and you know, I just need to clear clear an air, clear the air on a few things and. You know, it's like I said. That, that's been that's been the the thing this year. And I know people on the outside don't understand because they're not in the room. They're not on the conversations. But everything's been amicable. Everybody's been having good conversations. And and you know, it's not hanging up the phone. Screw you. We're never talking again. And you know, things have. It just hasn't. We 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 decided, and they've they've um, you know obviously respected our wishes on it about you know not talking about money, but. Um, or, or getting to offers and negotiations, we, we've just talked about the parameters of of markets and and things like that, and um, you know, and, and Seth and Ben have been consistent with that, and and um, we've just trying to put it off till till the end of the season when we can when we can all just put our heads down and, and work on this as opposed to working on trying to win baseball games and this and deal with the media attention and you know, there's so many things, so I feel like. You know, like I keep saying, there's going to be a right time. Right now, it's not it, and um, when the time comes, we'll we'll be able to put our heads down and and get it done. Hopefully, two and a half months ago. I, I mean, I mean, you guys, whether it's you personally, whether it's a team, there's been a lot of surprises along the way. I think I asked you that yesterday. So what you know, what has surprised you to, to this day? And obviously, the team is surprised. Uh, situation has been a little bit surprising, but now you have two and a half months. Are you looking forward to it? When you're pitching well, I would imagine it's always easy to look forward. But are you looking forward to these last two and a half months, or is it like, oh, you know, I need a couple of days before I get to regroup before we get back into it? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I look forward to, you know, to playing and, and hopefully getting us back to, to where we need to be. Um, you know, I, I think this is a good break, um, even though it's chaotic and crazy and, um, you know, all that. But it's, it's still a good break. You know, we got two more days and, um, so, no, I look forward to it. I look forward to playing. I look forward to getting back. And like I said, hopefully we can get this break was good for everybody. And, um, you know, we can get back to, to playing good baseball when we get back. Like we have been the last, you know, five, six games. You know, we've been playing playing pretty well. So hopefully we can continue that run and, 
and just be a little bit more consistent. I think that's been our our biggest thing is, you know, we'll have a good run of, of good baseball and then for the next 10 days play shitty baseball, you know, and just just put ourselves in a deeper hole. So hopefully we can get some consistency and and uh, and move up those standings. What are you looking forward to most seeing here? Uh, well, I mean, last night watching Giancarlo hit was pretty impressive. Yeah, well, he's going to be traded to the Red Sox in a couple of years. Everyone knows that. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I just being in the room, really. I mean, I've, I've been around some of these guys, um, you know, to hang around with, obviously, with Cabrera and, um, you know, get to talk to Sale a little bit yesterday and, and, and Scherzer and, um, you know, hanging out with guys that you play against all the time. And it's nice because you see them on the mound or you see them on the field and, Obviously, the personalities are very different on the field than they are in a clubhouse. So it's nice to get that other side. You know, you can, um, you know, you can maybe let your guard down a little bit to those guys when you see them at, uh, on the road or at, at home or whatever. So it's, uh, you know, it's nice to get to know some of these guys. Without naming names, they want to recruit you because that happens. No, no, um, none, none of that stuff comes up. Um, we just talk about baseball. Talk about. You know, different things that happen during the year, you know, when we play each other or don't or whatever. And, um, you know, that's really it. Well, just wanted to let you know that Brian Abraham's going around bragging about how he's the first ever re replay uh, official for the American League in the history of baseball. He would brag about it, too. Um, that's about par for the course for old Abe's. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. All right. Thanks. New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them, we study them, we hope the big one never comes. Don't look up, it's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick, they even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano-spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 